1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA member FDIC. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only
3: Uh, It's time to let you finish with Courtney and Amy (laughs) on the Pantheon (laughs) Podcast Network. What's up? (laughs) What's up, Courtney? Well, we have a special guest on today's show. Oh, we do. And
0: special is not even the word. Let's say extra special, super califragilistic expialidocious special.
3: I mean, she is a one lady brand who created herself. It's the legendary Harlem lady Miss Bevvy Smith. little brown little brown betty in the house and you know uh we love bev she actually was uh the correspondent on the host of this year's red carpet at the hall of fame ceremony so we're gonna have a Good Kiki about that and some other stuff later. So Revelations, Lessons from a Mother, Auntie, and Bessie, which is out now. Books are important. Get your books.
0: And, and I will say that I believe that the word Kiki and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has never been used together in one <laughs> sentence until now. Right. I don't believe Dave Grohl and Kiki have ever even <laughs> like been introduced to each other. But right. it took Bevy Smith <laughs> to do it. So that's um, going to be fun. So we'll just bore you with a few things and yeah. then you can come, come. So I heard we have a new mayor in New York. Who gives a boring yeah, buck? We have a, a new
3: mayor. Who cares? <laughs> the, <laughs> under, one um, ra- the one yeah. race, the one city where the Democrats won some races is New York City. <laughs> All right. But OK, so two fun facts,
0: uh, uh, like under 50, uh, under 1.5 million people voted. So that's exciting. And this is a general election. So Whatever Wait, that.
3: when you see the amount of votes he got, it was like it's pathetic, uh, it was like a hundred something thousand to you know it was like no, it's the, like six hundred. It's he had like oh, six hundred someone changed it oh, yeah, to yeah. like seventeen thousand. Uh,
0: yeah. it's Eric
3: Adams, yay, whatever, who cares? Um well, we gotta care because I always I always wish each new mayor luck because this city has a lot of shit going. This is the job that no one was seeing that we we did not have a formidable Republican, because really, I think if there was a formidable Republican, maybe there could have been more of a battle. But Curtis Lee, who I could never really tell what his platform was. OK, did you?
0: OK, this is the best thing ever. So, all right. We, Google who
3: Curtis Lee was. We don't have the
0: time or the energy to go into it. right it's a now. Gift but he's so basically he's basically a circus peanut with a hat. He's an mm-hmm. idiot. OK, but. He is an animal lover, but on his way to vote. So when you go to vote, obviously, you are not allowed to walk into the polling place with any paraphernalia that says vote for me because it's supposed to be, you know, non-biased. This clown w- tries to walk into his local polling place wearing a red jacket that says Sleewa on it. Vote for Sliwa. So eh, number one. And in his arms. He is carrying one of his 17 cats, his God favorite God. cat. And he wants to be, and I am a cat owner. I, I love, love animals. And he is trying, and they're trying to explain to him, uh, uh, Mr. Sliwa, I'm sorry, you cannot bring an animal into a voting place. Words are exchanged. According to the New York Times, uh, a, a an election worker used inappropriate language.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Sliwa. Couldn't soon be any more be New on, York than that. No, he soon will be. I'm sure they'll bring back The Apprentice, and he'll be on that. So it'll be
3: perfect. I mean, it's But all. congratulations.
0: Boston has its first woman and woman of color mayor. Mm-hmm. So that is great. Um, there's and a they also woman-
3: have their first. Did they get it, or was it in Virginia, the first black woman a lieutenant governor, I believe that's. Virginia. I think it's Virginia. Virginia. She's a Republican, I believe. Her name it's a like Virginia. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Listen, York City
0: has its first. I'm always I'm, down
3: for women. I think no, women. Well, depending on who the yeah, woman is. But you know, i I do find that a lot of women in in high positions really try to do some shit. You know what I mean? We have this new breed where everybody's kind of where the where the last president has made it okay for some people to come and be circus acts, but I don't think they're going to last long because ultimately, people really do need shit done. We just, everybody does. Well, um, yeah. Eric Adams has a lot of shit to work on, so I wish him luck. It's I wish him luck too. I mean obviously we wish him luck. We live here. We're going to be yeah. i mean,
0: people listening in another state. Hi, but you will not be directly impacted. By the it. So Blases, obviously, man,
3: we thought we thought it was going to be do... one thing. And do you see he? Turn, no, he... we
0: we want yeah. Eric Adams to do yeah. well, but yeah. I don't. I, let's put it this way. I mm-hmm. voted
3: for the Socialist Workers Party because right. I, I, like, <laughs> I,
0: I was like, you know what? I, I can't. I just can't. I can't. Listen, but anyway, I,
3: I, listen, I'm not mad at you. you. You said it to me. You were like, i he's probably going to win. I can't do it. But I respect that you're like, I'm going to exercise my vote and I'm going to vote, but I can't vote for either. No, if it was close. Thank you.
0: I was, if it was close, I mean, but the
4: tea leaves were red. Yeah. yeah. This
3: wasn't a Hillary Clinton situation. We (laughs) kind of knew, listen, like I said, if there was a formidable person on the other side, that might have been one thing. But like this dude is just like, um, yes, you can say a lot of things. I just, I was old enough to remember you faking your own kidnapping and all of those things. Oh, I'm because sorry. I, remember- I was old enough to remember
0: him basically faking his own car accident last year. Uh, uh, right.
3: <laughs> you know what
0: I'm saying. I was this
3: year old when he faked the car accident. And listen, but- <laughs> and I love an animal lover. And I love animals. And there'll be no judgment. We're going to end it on this. I don't think anybody'd be happy if their daughter came home and said, "Mom, I met a new man. He lives in a studio with forty six cats." And on that, you know, know. no, no mother would be like, "Oh my God, that's the one, girl." Especially if that man, as in Curtis's
0: case, is married. That (laughs) makes it even worse. Well, the important thing is is that in New York City, the greatest city in the world, the most important city in the world. Sorry, uh-huh. but it's true. It came down to a man who can't quite determine what his <laughs> fixed address is, and a man who hasn't paid child support. There you right, go, we, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies thank and gentlemen, <laughs> you,
3: gentlemen. New York, That's motherfucking it. city. Internet. New York City. Um, you All know, right. Else is very New York City. I just have to. I just have to bring this up and shout yes. it out. My heat finally came on. Sorry.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about, thank you. Uh, Well, it is, It was at
3: one something in the morning. It took one something in the morning on November 3rd because I was up in a sweatshirt. Now, most people would say that my apartment wasn't cold because it was probably like 68 degrees, but everybody knows. In New York
0: City. I, I don't
3: like 68 degrees. I need my apartment to be seventy-five and up.
0: Courtney is a hot house flower. <laughs> yes, I
3: am. <laughs> so the heat had not been on because we've been having unusually warm weather, and I was having really jealousy because I had different friends being like, "Oh, I don't know what it is outside. My heat's been on." I'm like, "Fuck you!" But at one <laughs> something in the morning, when I was sitting there watching results come in, being like, "Why are you doing this to yourself in a sweatshirt?" <laughs> Suddenly, I heard that sound that we all have in New York that that initial like. I
1: was
3: like, clung, what's, what's going on? And then I heard... I a know. Pss, pss, and all of a sudden, all has been right in the way.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad for you, Pookie. I need I'm my glad. motherfucking heat. I'm glad for you. Well, um... Uh, we don't care really or i don't care really but congratulations to the braves, blah, 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 no, yeah, the braves maybe now you'll stop the whole tomahawk chop thing i'm just saying that's mm. a, there's a concept perhaps uh anything else doing anything else uh do you want to should we talk about the uh, list oh so i started listening to that record last night courtney
3: agnes oh let me just tell you something kids
0: love and affection is my new but, song that it's Okay, we need to do this in person. We need a visual because your stop, <laughs> drop, hammer time face right then. I mean, but, okay, I'm okay. gonna just stop because Courtney has to go into full Courtney, and I'll Here's have I'll work on my coffee.
3: Agnes was around about a decade ago. She she wow. put out an album. Great, okay, but has not made a record in ten years. Wow. So this record is out on like Universal Sweden. And it's a return to fucking form. If Ah. you like Robin, it's that vein of, it's adult grown, fierce, fiercely written, fiercely produced dance pop. And it's perfection. It is her, her voice is amazing. It's called Magic Still Exists, is the name of the album. And it is so fucking good. It's so, it's the first record in a long time that I've been playing just on repeat over and over because I I like some things and I played them. I like the Steps records too. I like that little pop moment. There have been some things, but this one I've just been living with. Like, I put it on when I'm going to take my walks, I put it on when I'm going to the market. I put it on. It's just the one that is really sticking with me. It's so good.
0: Well, what's really, and I really like it a lot, too, and, and you know, you guys, you listen to the show, you know that we are a fan of the smart dance record, which is not to say that this is not to infer that dance music is not intelligent, but there right. is a real difference, and who I'm going to talk about in a second personified that, but there's a difference between, like, and stuff that's actually constructed as a song that you just happen Adds to be able to dance completely. for. Right. and 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 the, sm- the the kind of dance music that I know that I'm often very drawn to like you is is the stuff where it would work without the beat but oh yeah. my god the beat takes it to it another, it to another level. level right and you know and and this record beautiful great voice so what is her background is she just like a swedish chick is she one? Yeah, is i don't she, know let me look her up
3: while i we're couldn't, talking about
0: I, couldn't t- <laughs> I couldn't tell from the picture but just really like great production really emotional this song love and affection i found myself sitting here because i'm listening to it and i'm sitting in my chair and i'm i'm moving up and down in my chair which to me when i'm doing that is like the equivalent of laughing to myself when i'm watching tv if i'm right. dancing by myself <laughs> and no one's around so really, seriously, really um, good record. But yeah, if you like uh, Roseanne, Rosan, how do you pronounce her name? Roseanne Murphy? Roseanne? Roshin. Roshin. So it's that kind of vein, right? It's that yeah. kind of like super smart. You found out about her?
3: Or? Yeah. She's a Swedish record. She's sweet. Well, you know, she's Swedish. Yeah. And yeah, listen, like, you know, she's been on records with like Avicii and different people. And like I said, she had an album. She put up really her last album. And I believe it was her first album 10 years ago. Wow. It's just so good. But here's the thing. Her inspirations are Stevie Wonder, Whitney Houston, Janet Jackson, right? For all three of those artists, especially like a Stevie Wonder, singer, songwriter, is personified. Janet right. Jackson had great songs that she wrote and co-wrote with Jimmy and Terry Lewis. And Whitney Houston had the best songs written for her. So you could tell, like, her, her lyrics, the phrasing... Just the beats because it's re- it's not doom, doom doom doom. It's just no really, no no. It's very it's really it works its spare. way into you. Yes, it works super, its way super, and super,
0: sometimes yes. you know we all have short attention spans. And we all have limited time and and I know I like many maybe other people kind of go if it doesn't grab me immediately I'm giving up. But this is like a slow burn. But once it gets in, it's a great record. I really like right. it. Well, it's funny because I I told you a couple weeks ago I sort of fell into an Arthur Russell hole, mm-hmm. And so, so just to give a brief back on him and talk about what I was listening, Arthur Russell was a musician and a producer and an artist who died in 1992 at the age of 40 of HIV. He was not from New York, but was very much a fixture of a certain type of downtown New York scene, right. that kind of moment in the 70s and the 80s where the art world and, and, the, and gay men. Well, it was and all the, one.
3: It was all meshed yeah, together. Yeah, that I'm saying. It was just all, artists. They were just it all became artists together. together. Yeah.
0: I mean, the he was associated with Philip Glass, David Bory, Larry LeVan. He sort of took, he was a, a formally trained cellist, and he did sort of classical music and then became very intrigued by d- disco and dance music, was a, a regular at the Paradise Garage where Larry LeVan was, and he was club. responsible for um, he was Loose Joints. That's him. Right, that right. He was the group Loose Joints. He was Dinosaur. He co-founded Sleeping Bag Records. And right. from that, he was Go Bang. So it shout was out his, to
3: Joyce Sims, all in all. And shout records. out to Will
0: Sokoloff, too. You know, you know yeah, Sleeping yeah, yeah. Bag, you know, great. So he was just one of those guys. And a lot of his stuff was produced by Bob Blank. And Bob mm. Blank was another one of these guys who just, you just produced whoever wanted you to work with them. Yeah. It was the no wave, next wave movement. So he worked with Bob Blank, with Kid Creole, uh, with Arthur Russell, with Talking Heads. And um, it just James Blood Omer, Debbie Blackwell, Fonda Ray, Over Like a Fat Rat, that's Bob Blank, right? You know, great, great classic mm-hmm. Some of them really well-known, some of them lesser known So I fall into this Arthur Russell Cahill every once in a while because he is great, and there are tribute albums to him out. They did a Red Hot about him. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are a lot of of him and then the stuff he wrote and the stuff, because he was, you know, the stuff he, like, waxed a van and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. He was part of a group called The Necessary, and they Mm -hmm. were signed to Sire Records. So it's, you know, a real label. Right. And they were what is called a power pop group, mm-hmm. you know, sort of in the line of Cheap chick or The Raspberries or something like that. And mm-hmm. They were signed in eighty two. The album was called Event Horizon. It is not on Spotify, which is annoying mm-hmm. as all get out.
3: Is it one of those out of print like you have to? No, really it's to back in it? print. It was oh, okay. reissued.
0: It was reissued in two thousand and seventeen. So that
3: Pitchfork.
0: No, so that Pitchfork could pretend they <laughs> invented it. You know, oh my God, it's like really because you're, you're twelve. Um, <laughs> But I do remember, and and what was kind of notable about the group, Arthur Russell was in it. He sang lead in a couple of songs. What was notable about the group at the time, it was sort of a super group, because mm-hmm. Ernie Brooks from The Modern Lovers, Jonathan Richmond and The Modern Lovers, I'm really getting white today. I'm going to mm-hmm. white it up big time,
3: <laughs> um,
0: was also in the group. And it was sort of, I think they put out two albums, but it's just it's on YouTube. You can find the record. It's such a great record. I don't even know. I can't even remember, Courtney, how I heard the record, whether I heard it at the time, or it, it just somehow came into my radar. Because yeah. I really honestly, because the single I is I don't know how I heard it, but it's a great record called Event Horizon. It is in print. It was reissued. It's one of those, and like Arthur Russell, it's one of those records, and he's one of those guys who's fun, he's really foundational. But was sort of very quiet, but yet you'll listen to his stuff and realize you've heard him before. Right, you've right. heard him before, and just you know, and if you're you realize all
3: those songs he was part of. Yeah, they are still played today, and they're clubs still played around today. the world. So, That's like you know, still if you're,
0: Yeah, if you're into like more avant garde stuff, there's that Arthur Russell. If you're into like sort of like you know Larry Levan, Paradise Garage classes mixes, there's that Arthur Russell. And then if you want to hear really. Nice tight melodies, hooks, uh, pop record. Event Horizon, which is uh, came out in nineteen eighty two. So that's what I've been. It's just fun. It's a fun record. I, I'll see if you, listen, you. I yeah. It's just a fun little record. I'll um, check it out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you for the Agnes.
3: Ah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, so good. So, I really uh, like it. This past weekend was Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We now, everybody's in and we've gotten reports back. We're about to talk to Beverly about that in a second. What do you, what do you think about everything who showed up, the bits that you've seen and the show in general?
0: I mean, um, I, I, You know, I, I do think that what they, I, I, all right, here's my theory and it's based on absolutely nothing. I think they were always going to give LL major shine. I think they were always going to do that because he a deserves it. Um, you know, in my opinion, he deserves to be in the rock and roll hall of Fame, capital T capital rock and roll. He is in, but on a lesser category, but I think that they knew that with LL, when you have a show where Tina Turner is not going to perform, um, Todd Rundgren is not going to perform. It's, they obviously knew that Jay Z was not going to perform. You have to have someone who can literally get the crowd to their feet. And right. LL Cool J can do that because everyone in that audience knows one of his songs. Right. They know something. Even the people like, I hate hip hop, it's not rock and roll, know his stuff. So I was really uh, glad that he got such a dominant thing. Uh, you know, we've discussed Taylor Swift before. I understand why she's with Carol Smith, but she just can't sing. I mean, that's all there is to it. And it's really funny. People are ripping Taylor Swift a new one on these stupid chats and stuff. Mm-hmm. People are just such ridiculous. Pure. You know, if nothing else can be done, can we just stop this purity test with music? What, like what? Now?
3: what are they upset about? She's that rock and roll. Why is she there?
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Courtney, for those of you who are playing the at home version, Courtney rolled his eyes back in his head so far yeah rock and roll it's not rap why is it rap it's like oh my god it's 2021 we're still having this conversation like stop it stop the conversation you are playing yourself like nobody's business you know carol king isn't rock and roll either okay if we're gonna buy anyway so i thought the show looks like it's nice um I would have been there. Rock and roll is nothing. black
3: music. It came from well, black music. Well, there's that. Don't, still, oh, but, I'm, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, So it's on. like everybody needs to have five fucking seats. And, 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 <laughs> and then take
0: another one. Take you
3: five seats. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. grab an extra chair. Yeah, grab an extra chair one, and, and, and order a
0: drink because we're <laughs> going to be here saying? for a while with this shit, okay? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it looked like it was a really good show. All the tributes made sense. The people inducting um, all kind of made sense, obviously. In, in, and, uh, you know, I'm sure Bevy will have lots of information. The big ooh surprise was Dave Chappelle yeah. inducting Jay. I will say the footage I've seen, um, and you were absolutely right about this, Courtney. Jay, you know, good for Jay. Yeah, what if you, know. you want to think about him? And there are lots of things to think about him—about his business dealings, and his politics, and his shenanigans. He's a good guy, and he worked. He did, and this, he is the only—he is the second—he is the only living solo artist, rap solo artist, to get in. Tupac Shakur was inducted, obviously posthumously. Though of well, course DMC if you're
3: in, were, uh, in, but they're no, a group. no solo. Yeah, acts, that's what I say. Acts. They're a group. He's the only Tupac, Biggie are dead. He's right. the one solo guy who's alive. The one solo guy. NWA, obviously a
0: group, Public Enemy, a group, Grandmaster Fletcher group. Of course, if you're in QAnon, you think that Tupac is still alive. So there is a debate about Living in that. in Tulsa.
3: In a house in, is on it Tulsa? West, on west was it Tulsa? <laughs> I wasn't sure.
0: I had heard he was living in Des Moines. He moved yeah, to
3: Tulsa. Huh? Know, huh? I think he's understandable. In Tulsa. Maybe yeah, the schools
0: yeah. are better there. The you schools know must I'm be saying? better in Tulsa. Yeah, they yeah. Have better
3: water. He's yeah, like, like better water. water so the weather's yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah, yeah. nicer in the summer. But anyway, so, you know so what? What? I was yeah, yeah, I was yeah, glad yeah. to see that. Me
3: too. Let's get Bevy in and let's get Bevy in. You know what? Next up, we have our special guest, Bevy Smith. She is fresh off hosting the live red carpet at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony this past Saturday. You can hear her every weekday at 5 p.m. on Bevelations, her radio show as part of the SiriusXM Radio Andy Network. And you can read her words or hear her audiobook every night in her released book, Bevelations, Lessons from a Mother auntie and bestie please welcome our friend bevy smith welcome bevy what's up lady hey Bevy
4: smith (laughs) amy courtney you guys are my faves (laughs) no no you're my fave
3: don't tell courtney (laughs) all right beverly tell us you were in the house on Saturday. First of all, congratulations yeah, on really, your, your hosting really. for the red carpet. Babe. It was great. You were great. You Thank looked you. beautiful. I, I loved your, 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 your dress. I love watching you with the Go-Go's. I love watching you Kiki with the Foo Fighters it, and Clarence Avant. It was a really, really great time. So then <laughs> on Sunday morning, I'm starting to see the tags of all of, you know, people who were recording inside. And it was one thing that somebody sent me from some like Jay-Z fan site and it's him giving a speech. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening to a speech, but I keep hearing this voice? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, and the voice is like, yes, honey, I know. Yes, that's, and I was like, (laughs) I was Bevy at the table with this person? <laughs> <laughs> and then I see that you were like, everybody ripped your fucking
4: video and it was around the entire internet. So you were forced to post your own. Yes, I was supposed <laughs> to post my own. Yes, so um, first off, I had never been to the museum. Right. Me neither. And I vote. Amy, you have <laughs> got... Yes, I'm go going. Pilgrimage. I- Amy, no. it blew my mind. And for people like us that love all genres of music, yeah, It was just incredible. I could have spent literally, I said it, it's like the Disney World or the Louvre because it's one of those places that you have to go multiple days and when you're there, you need hours and then you need to come back for another day and then you need to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, There's just so much to take in. So they've done a really great job at curating things. And then they have a new um, curator, a black woman. The first time ever they've had a black woman as their chief curator. Her name is Waka Uncusa. And she was at the Grammy Museum prior to this. Right, and so right. she's the one who's really dug in there and really made sure that there's a lot of diversity nice. and yeah. representation in the, the museum itself. Now, the induction ceremony um, Carol King on the red carpet.
3: Mm-hmm. Legendary. Icon. Legendary.
4: One the cutest little thing ever. But let I was going to say she
0: must be kind of tiny because I know Taylor Swift is tall, but
4: Carol King was like stomach <laughs> height. I her. would say that <laughs> Carol King must be about five feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's tiny. <laughs> yeah, she's tiny, and she was so funny and so cute. But the funniest part for me was that you know we're on the red carpet, and because of COVID, they only had one person on the red carpet. That was me. Nice. And so that was to keep people safe, right? Because we all had to take tests before we came into the tent. We all had to be vaccinated, you know, so they did the right precautions. But Miss Carol King was taking no chances. She's like, I want to be interviewed by you, but I can't come near you. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Because it kept being a give and take. I was like, Miss Carol King, I'm here to interview you. And she was like, and then she kept backing away from me. And I was like, I'm here to interview you. And she kept backing away. So it was really funny. Hmm. But it was great, great, great to chat with her. Um, you know, of course, her and Jay hug collaborated together on a song for oh, they read the
3: Aretha movie. Respect. Yeah, for respect.
4: Yeah, for the biopic. <clears throat> and you know, um, she she has every single honor. You know, she's a Kennedy Center winner. She's in multiple Grammys. Now she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think it'd be a nice twice. For her if she got yes, twice. First, well, once. Yeah, I
0: mean, once with the husband. husband. Ex-husband, <sighs> and what that was part of the controversy about the double dipping in terms of her going back in again.
4: Well, you know, I don't think that there should be a controversy about double dipping, um, Amy, and, and of course, you're you vote, but I mean, there's been plenty of men that have been a double dipper. I mean, no, they no, no, I agree. They, I agree. They I agree. a double dipper,
0: no, no, no. Well, we get, I mean, he's in there, and so is McCartney, and so is Clapton and right. Stevie Winwood for multiple bands. I agree. Um, I, I'm on the you know full disclosure. I'm on the nominating committee, so I have to duck in and out of certain parts of the right. conversation. Right, right, exactly,
4: exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, so it was her and Tina Turner, but both only the second and third women to right. ever be inducted twice. Stevie Nicks, of course, is the first, first with Fleetwood Mac and then with Steve uh, as a solo artist. Um, but she was she was super cute and she was really honored. Um, as you guys know, Tina Turner did not come. She gave a beautiful speech via video. She seemed very happy to be um honored. Um, and then Angela Backer. She looked beautiful.
3: I've seen stills from her. She told her, yeah. I was like, come on, Tina. I love when we get a little glimpse of her. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm still and here. She looked kids. really good.
4: Mm-hmm. And she looked really good. I was happy to see she looked so good and was so happy. Um, I guess that's what selling your rights for fifty million dollars do. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> right.
0: and not living in the United States, right. right?
4: Living in Switzerland, minding your business. But Angela Bassett was amazing on the red carpet. You know, she and um she was there to induct her, and she gently, uh, you know, said. Oh yes, you know, she was um the, she got in the first time for her duet. She didn't. name. <laughs> him. Right. name no, that's him true. Un- she, she, didn't, she didn't
3: name him. I noticed that in your interview. She did not yeah. name Mike. She was yeah. definitely like
0: Well, there was there yeah. was a sort of concerted thought unspoken among some of the some of the women um in the committee to like wouldn't it be nice to
4: induct women not with the men that abuse them, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um so that was that was great and of course Foo Fighters were. I mean, that's what. And I know you know this, Amy, because as you said, you're bolder. But I felt like. 75% 75% of the stadium were there for Foo Fighters.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely a crowd. I, I told Courtney this once, and it, all right, so before I was like in the, the Illuminati part of this, I <laughs> used to, and I and I, and I I like Foo Fighters. I've seen them back in the day. They were really good, but I used to always laugh and go, who can I vote for where the Foo Fighters are not going to jump on stage? Let me see. And then I met Dave Grohl. <laughs>
3: Who's the nicest and, guy. Like, literally, I had guy. to literally, like, swallow <laughs> everything
0: negative <laughs> that I'd ever thought not negative but because we share our DC hardcore punk roots so yeah. nice and that's the God. thing
3: about him it's like I've had I tell people all the time it's like listen I'm not a big Foo Fighters fan they have songs that I like but once you meet him it's hard not to like yeah. him and them because he really is just one of the most genuinely nicest approachable people yeah, he's really but such cool. a big rock star he's a really cool guy
4: yeah, he really was really lovely. But the best part is, guys, I ran into Dave. I ran into the Foo Fighters and LL and I'm so glad you got to see No, but I ran into them during when we were all at the museum, right. and I was touring the new exhibit of the 2021 inductees, mm. and then they all came up. So while I'm looking at Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl just <laughs>
3: standing David next to you
4: come up, and that was nice. magical. That nice. was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, one of the other fun exhibits um, from one of the inductees of this year is the fact that they have Billy Preston's wig. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's, That's really great. Fierce. That's great.
0: <laughs> that would be I like, love that. what do you use for Billy Preston?
4: The wig. Love.
3: I <laughs> love that. He yeah. have <laughs> actually, the wig that, and they
4: have his little Casio. Um, but the wig is like the, nice. the highlight. Obviously. That's
3: iconic, actually.
4: Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you know, it's it's so interesting. And this is a, a little tea. Before Wait, I where would they have patina? Oh, no, no, no. Let me get to This is okay. the tea you want. Oh, uh, okay. So... When at, I was at the chairman's party on Friday night mm-hmm. and a guy comes up to me and he said he's Billy Preston's nephew. Mm-hmm. And we sit down and we talk, and he says that right now they're battling with who's Alice Sam and Dave is still alive. Is it Sam or is it Dave, Amy? I think it's, it's Dave. Right? Think it's Dave. I, no, isn't it Dave? Sam Moore. Sam Moore,
2: no. right? Yeah, Y'all yeah, right go now. Look it up I right think now. it's Sam.
4: I think it's Dave, but hmm. we're going to Google and find All out. All right. Sorry, I should. I should know this. I apologize. It's still early. Exactly. <laughs> so the wife of the last remaining Sam and Dave guy. Is actually the executor of Billy Preston's estate. She controls it. Interesting. Uh huh. So he says the, the nephew says to me, we're, you know, we're in, battling with her. We're we're in court with this woman. Wow. She has no right to you know have my you know be controlling my own. Sam family. is alive. Sam is alive. Okay, so Amy knows her shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> or it was one out of two. Is it a boy? It was one out
3: of
0: two. It's exactly. Like, ask me which carpenter is alive. I
4: can tell you that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not Karen, right? No, no um, not Karen. Um <laughs> so Um, He says, yeah, you know, we're we're battling. So on the red Mm. carpet, the family came in and and he had told me that his aunt was going to be there. So I figured the woman that was on the carpet was Billy Preston's sister. And I said, "Okay, yes. So you're the sister. What does it mean for your brother to be in the, you know, this, you know, this legacy, blah, blah, blah. And she gives me an answer. So when I'm done with the red carpet, there's this older white woman in a beautiful, sparkly red outfit. I mean, she's chic. And mm-hmm. she looks like a rocker, babe. And she's hanging out with some people from the foundation. So I'm like, OK. She comes up and she's like, I'm Sam Moore's wife. Oof. <laughs> and I control Billy Preston's estate. Oof. And I just want you, I, you were great on that red carpet. I watched the whole live feed. But I just want you to know <laughs> that those people on the carpet were, I mean, you know, first of all, that woman is not even his sister. That woman <gasps> is blah, 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 blah. And yeah, two of the nephews were there, but you know what? I'm the one who owns the estate. So you need, I'm going to give you my card. You give me a call because I want to clear the air. I said, oh, okay. I was like, I'm saying clear that.
3: (laughs) But
4: it's, you know, it was one of those things. I
3: hate those. That's those old school contracts, that old school ironclad back in the day contracts. And people never revert the rights over. They never do.
4: And then there was some other family beef that they tried to get me involved in with another family that was of a person who was inducted, which I cannot say. I can't give you all the tea on that one, but I'll tell you all offline. But yeah, so this, I mean, it was interesting because there was so much kind of like backbiting. Of course, it's always going to be that because everyone wants the glory, right?
3: Absolutely. Always. They always want the glory. And people get greedy when it comes to later in life. And that's how you're living off of any of the royalties or any of that money. People get greedy. And when they get greedy, they you know, and we've seen this a million times.
4: Mm-hmm. They
3: just won it.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: We lost Amy. Yeah, she's coming back. Okay. mm mm-hmm. So tell me about Tina. What did they have for Tina and her and her exhibit?
4: They had her famous Versace Swarovski crystal encrusted mini dress. Wow. Um, they had um some old dresses from our Ike and Tina moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what else. I was so transfixed by the What did listen. you think
3: about Christina and her River Deep Mountain High?
4: You know, as I said on the computer, it's very hard to sing against the wall of sound, Phil Spector's wall of it sound. It
3: really is. Yes, So,
4: is. you know, you have to be a belter. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of rise above the music. But like, people don't understand what the wall of sound is. You, you know, young people and, and also people that just don't know music don't right. know what that means. It literally right. was a wall of sound. Yep. So you had to. You were in a a fight with the music. You know, normally it's like turn the music down. I can't barely hear myself. Phil Spector was like turn the music up. Right. I'm gonna make her blow her fucking vocals out to to get the song done. Big and so voices. he didn't have to do that. Yeah. he yeah. had to do that. So, but I think a lot of people. I know my comments were like, oh, she's screaming. It's like, well, you kind of have to.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And first of all, River Deep Mountain High, Tina Scream. That was yeah. a screamy, that's a screamy song. That that's just a screamy it. song. <laughs> it is. That's one of those ones where if you're singing it, you're screaming because it's big and a big song like that, you're just, you're going to be screaming. What you know? do you Which one? River Deep Mountain High.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I have to say, I, and Bev, I wanted to, I'm sorry about that. Somebody needs to buy me a new computer. <coughs> Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame.
3: Um,
0: um so here's my I, I I don't know if you covered it. I well first of all, I was going to say Taylor Swift bless her heart no it would be, it would be nice if they could have a singer performing yeah. that song I didn't like
4: that and no. yeah that was a weird I, I get, get the singer
3: songwriter connection but I feel like all of the people that Carol has been connected to this this I don't find Taylor Swift a great but, vocalist but
4: it's She's a single songwriter she is like the heir apparent yeah she, she, she is the same I mean, way the same way carol king spoke for a generation of women primarily yeah. white women taylor mm-hmm. swift certainly walks into in that space i and would say so- though
0: carol king had way way more cross racial appeal than taylor swift
4: oh yeah because remember as we all know on this on this podcast we all know that back then you know, Carol King was writing yeah. Black music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, come on, Locomotion, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natural
3: Woman. Natural,
4: Natural woman. woman. Those were all songs that, like, you know, by the time they came out, they were, you know, kind of filtered through Blackness. So Yeah, yeah. And Taylor doesn't play those games. Not at all. <laughs> Not really? at all, honey. I have to say one thing just from uh,
0: showing my age totally. Um, I remember seeing the Go Go's when they were a capital P punk band in San Francisco, probably in 1979, with the original bass player wow. um, who was asked to leave the band or I mean, mm-hmm. left the band because she wanted to say more of a. Uh, yeah, punk. Kind of, yeah, and they were messy girls and we loved them for that. So, mm-hmm. and what I thought was really cool. Is that with Pat Smear from Foo Fighters being inducted and Belinda Carlisle? You have people. They were who in was, the same band. They were in the Germs together. Um, uh, the Germs, for people listening, as a seminal LA punk band, punk band whose first and only album was produced by Joan Jett
3: Great. and. Yeah, Linda uh, Carlisle was in the germs. Yeah, I've heard of the germs. Yeah, I, I mean, have no idea. She yeah, was in I mean,
0: the germs. we bands rotated, you know what I mean? You would grab somebody. I mean, I was in the first all girl punk rock band in San Francisco.
3: No. I know when you showed me that picture. I was like, "Get the fuck out!" Of here. I was kicked,
4: <laughs> Bev.
0: You'll love this. I was kicked out for not being decadent enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then I showed
4: them. <laughs>
0: Cut to Amy passed out on somebody's floor.
3: But the question
0: I I, I wanted to ask, um, and you know, Courtney and I, without getting too deep into, it, and I did talk to Joe from Who Cares About Rock uh hall pot who i hope you got to meet because he's just the best him and christian i i will be very honest with you when i found out that Chappelle was going to induct jay-z i found out a few hours beforehand and of course who's i called courtney because i know courtney both cares and will keep his will be quiet about it but then again i went who fucking cares it's not a state secret i i will be very honest with you that it i was i felt hurt i felt there i it I, I understand from a TV and a marketing and a publicity and, a, and an importance and a connection to hip hop, but I did feel like it was a bad move. How was he received in the hall? Keeping in mind that he is an, an Ohio guy,
4: exactly. So they loved him. The crowd went bonkers, and also too, I think, Amy. Keeping in mind the the racial and probably mindset makeup of the folks who come to. The rock and roll hall induction ceremony. Yeah. Um, I think that they're the kind of people who feel like cancel culture has gone too far, which is Dave's people, right? So right. I was not surprised that he was so well received.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, but I just I have to be really honest that I just sort of felt like on, on many levels, I understood from a celebrity connected point of view, but I just thought.
4: I, I was, I was upset by it. I mean,
3: yeah. and then I'll just
4: leave it at that, you know, yeah. I'll leave it at that. But I, I didn't understand. care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I didn't like that. He was like, I just want to start by, I want to apologize. And then he's like, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. I didn't like that. Cause I was yeah. like, listen, come and do your good work for Jay-Z. Right. Don't smite these people that you have been antagonizing now for two specials, but we're not going to get into that. Okay. Let's right. right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's.
0: <laughs> That's what, um, um, I love, you know, LL has been sort of the Susan Lucci of the rock he and the Susan Lucci of the rock <laughs> and Him and craftwork. Him and Kraftwerk. Him and, Kraftwerk. Yes. and, um, and you know, it was sort of a, okay, he didn't really get the A-list prize, but we're going to make sure he gets his shine. And I'm very glad that he got prime time shine, you know? Yeah. Well, you say he wasn't going to get the A-list what? Well, I mean, he's not technically, he is musical excellence, which is you you get the same trophy, you get the same free pass to the museum. But I was very glad that they treated his induction with the same um respect level and the same performance
3: um, uh, yes because performance. that's the musical excellence they don't usually get that whole they don't situation get the performance. that you yeah. that, that he got
4: to have
0: do you know ahead of, if do you know if they knew that jay wasn't going to perform
4: i don't think people even knew if jay was going to show up okay i always said he was
3: going to show i had people say he's not going to come i'm like no this is one of those honors where he's going to come? I thought the wife would come with him because this is one of those honors. But I knew that he. Be- this is just one of those things. It's like when you when you go into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, you show up for that. You yeah. just you just do, unless you're Todd Rundgren. But you show uh-huh. up for that. Who, who who? Best part was he was playing down the road. That's what makes his. Isn't that
4: that's that's you know, the that's he, the he, best he,
3: that's the most rock and roll thing you can do. It's like not only yeah. am I not coming, my show is three blocks away. <laughs>
0: A lot of people who advocated for Tom coming in, Tom, sorry, Todd, Todd coming in, we're a little like, come on, dude, we've been fighting so hard for you for this, you know, but I understand. I mean, I'm with, it is a nice little, uh, a sort of passive aggressive middle finger and he did get, and having Patty Smith induct him, I thought was perfect, you know,
4: absolutely but, But you know. Um, and I thought that the 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 um hall really did a great job at letting him, in his own words, he was like, you know, receiving some kind of honorary degree at some university. And um at the end of it, he was like, you know, and I don't care about the rock and roll hall of fame. I don't even want to be a part of it. And that was the last word of his um induction, which I thought was so cool that they didn't. They understood what it was, right? Like they weren't trying to hide the fact that he literally does not fuck with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at
2: all it's so known
4: (laughs) that you know it was just like why try and hide it It would have been the elephant in the room if they had tried to be like todd can't be here tonight (laughs) right he's he's playing that he's
0: he's at the stuckies down the street right exactly I
3: used to love stuckies they used to have this pecan roll but i don't oh (laughs) oh, 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 come on we're too
4: hungry (laughs) don't digest don't digest okay so wait so um but I uh, the Todd Rundgren um exhibit was really good. They have mm-hmm. lots of his outfits. They have like mm-hmm. of his outfits. And you know, um, Amy, I have to tell you, I just knew him from something anything. Like right. I just knew him from those two big songs. You know, hello, it's me. And I saw the light. And then also that one that they use in stadiums. I can't remember what that song is called. Oh,
0: rock and roll! I just wanna, I wanna yeah. part. Yeah, that one. Bang a bang a not and, and you truck. didn't
3: realize how many people he's produced. produced. He produced a lot I, of Yeah, people. like
4: I didn't know about the New York City Dolls. I didn't know New York <laughs> Hall and Oates. Hall he's and a Oates.
0: major mentor to Hall and Oates. He's the Philly Soul with his the original yes. band, the NAS and Patty Smith and right. the Stooges, you know, right. yeah, he's a major player behind the scenes. Major you know? player
4: behind the scenes. And also too, the, one of the first people to ever, you know, sell music on the internet. Right. Um. You know what I mean? So it was like, he was, I was really very excited about, um, interviewing him. And then when I started really reading about him and realized, Oh, he hates them. And then, so I went on, I little like call with the rock and roll hall of fame. I was like, so Todd is not going to be there. Right. They no. were like, yeah, and you definitely.
0: have to. I mean, like Courtney was saying, you have to admire the guy, whether you agree with it or not. You have to admire the guy for sticking to his guns. I mean, Radiohead played it both ways. We don't give a fuck about it, but three of us are going to show up, you know. So, I mean, you have to give somebody their due for taking a stand. You can't be mad a, at that at all.
4: But I will say, Amy, that I was talking to a few people um, You know, um, you know, just folks that like are, you know, those fancy, um, I guess, board members and things. (laughs) And a couple of them were very pissed off. No, fuck him. he's playing down the road. Like they literally said um, what Courtney Mm -hmm. said. Fuck him. He's playing down the road. He's playing in the same fucking state and he can't fucking show up. Like, no, some
3: people get really offended by that. You know, they're like, we're giving you this honor. You should be here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I
0: I agree with Courtney. I think it's a nice. You know what? He gave the fans. He 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 did what he wanted to do, which is perform for his fans. Not change his his thing. It was a. It's not like he booked the gig the day before the show. He was committed to performing, and you know it's all good. Better that than beaming him in, right?
4: Well, yeah, better that than him coming in and actually blowing up the joint, right? <laughs> No, that would have been very rock and roll. Um, we,
3: we Well, haven't... except what time did the ceremony start? Oh, gosh.
4: What? Eight? Seven? Eight? I can't remember. Because I'm
3: like, if you don't go into like nine or ten, you could be first. Come get, receive your honor. Then you jump out. You should get on a, depending on how far, get on a helicopter, which artists do, and just get from place to place really fast. But, you know, I do. I just think for me... you're getting that kind of honor and clearly you participated in some way because they have a bunch of your items so things were sent
4: in it's like no but you know people probably had that 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 was probably other people's property Mm. that's a good point though yeah you know what i mean like i bet that wasn't his i bet that he why would he cooperate with them um so guys the Mm go-go's um (laughs) I love Jane
3: Wheatland. I'm a big okay. Jane Wheatland fan. I
4: love Jane Wheatland too. But mm-hmm. what was so odd, and I said this to her on mm-hmm. the carpet, three separate people reached out to me mm-hmm. on Instagram in my DMs and said, please ask Jane what she's wearing, because it's my my friend designed it.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
4: was like, um, well, the first one I kind of ignored because I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck you, I'm not here to do fashion. Mm-hmm. But then when two other people that I actually knew said it, so that was the first thing I said. When and she, we, she was shocked because she was like, yeah. I just got here. You were She's like, well, like people are already know? hitting
3: me, three people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was
4: like, I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, I, 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 they were really, really cool gals. Belinda, um, well, Courtney said something. Courtney, <laughs> you to tell them what you said? Well, because
3: when you were hitting everybody, Like, you started, you started with Jane, then I think you went over to, like, Charlotte. You went through the whole thing, and you kind of spoke to her almost last. And I could see her kind of looking, like, thinking you were going to turn and talk to her. And then when you turned in her direction, you didn't talk to her next. (laughs) And it was like, I could see, you know... It was almost like I felt her energy of being used to being spoken to first. <laughs> you know,
4: that unspoken thing. So when you finally spoke to her, you could tell she was ready and on it. I'm yeah. like, uh-huh. <laughs> no, but, you know, Gina is uh, is one of my fave Go-Go's. Yeah. Um, and also, of course, how can you not love Belinda? I mean, she yeah. is the voice of the Go-Go's. But also, too, and it's the same thing I did with Foo Fighters. Like, mm-hmm. and I actually said it to Dave Grohl. I said... I'm not going to talk to you right now because you've already been inducted. <laughs> and, and, he, and then he walked off. And then he walked off.
2: That was well, hilarious.
4: <laughs> because I was just like, you know, everyone talks to these people. These First, it's true. First. And
3: everybody is being inducted. So Everyone's they're all inducted.
4: being inducted. That's very true. So, I mean, you know, I don't know if that was a, uh, uh, but it's so funny because when it came to the Foo Fighters, the producer is in my ear saying, don't just talk to Dave. And I wanted to curse him out and be like, mm. like, would I ever just talk to? Right. Like, I'm not an amateur at this. Right. Yeah. You've right. been at the rodeo before. I've been at the rodeo before. Whoever would like everyone knows that Dave is is his band. So that means that you don't just talk to him first because. Right. No one else is going to get a chance to talk if, he, if you let him go. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Taylor was definitely ready, honey. Mm -hmm. Taylor was ready to talk. Taylor Mm -hmm. Hawkins, you mean?
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I hate that I didn't get a chance to talk to Pat, though. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't talk to Pat. Pat Smear. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Do you know this is, I mean, it's, it's, do you know, this is really crazy. It's got nothing to do with anything. But back, 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 people didn't realize that Pat Smear is Black. Uh, Well, I looked at him and knew. Well, not back, I'm talking about 1978, 1979. He looked very, very different. No, Black people.
3: He looks black.
0: Yeah, we always thought he was Mexican. Wait, hold
3: on. Pashmir is black? Yes. (laughs) I had
0: no idea. Yeah.
3: I don't think I I ever really looked at him.
0: Well, you know, honest, and that's understandable because he's not like poor. It was just, you have, and I'm just saying this is not, I'm not excusing, but I'm talking about a very insular scene in Southern California, Northern California. So the assumption was, oh, he must be Mexican, which is totally, this has got nothing to do with anything, but. I'm so happy for him. I don't know the guy, but just imagine that you were the guitar player in this raggedy, nobody can play their instruments, punk band, and now you're in the Rock Hall Hall of Fame. Kind of twice, because he was part of Nirvana too. Yes. So Um, what I'm just curious. I mean, Courtney and I have talked about, you know, obviously, and you know this, you know, the 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 you know, the rock hall problems with black music, the Rock Halls. It's no big secret. Rock Hall's problem with hip hop in particular. Jay is the only living solo performer, hip hop performer to be inducted. So it felt like he was the star of the night, at least from reading the the coverage.
4: Well, I mean, people were certainly excited for him, but Foo Fighters were the star of the night. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I would say it's Foo Fighters, Then it was, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I got to tell you, Amy, LL's performance was so, I feel like LL has learned so much from being in Hollywood and from being in white spaces Mm -hmm. that he knew how to really do that show to cross over to the people in that space, who are resentful of hip hop artists being a part of it? Because you know, he did Johnny B. Good. Wow! Go creator, go right. Go nice. creator, wow. go. You know, nice. like so he was trying to merge that the cultures in that way, right? And bringing and, out Eminem certainly does that. Bringing out an Eminem, bringing out Eminem, also even just bringing out a J Lo, who yeah, who, he knows is a huge Courtney's was, nemesis. Courtney's nemesis. Courtney has nightmares about her. She just
3: <laughs> won't stop. She's let relentless.
4: Me go, let <laughs> me go on. Let me go on the record as saying I am probably one of the top ten J Lo musical J Lo fans in the world.
3: That is the saddest statement I've ever heard Blessed in my you. life, <laughs> Courtney.
0: Courtney, I swear, hand to God, when I saw that, I went, I could hear the screaming
3: from your house. When I literally saw it, I was like, oh, fuck. Courtney would."
0: Courtney, would, no, I fell for you, Courtney. I was like, oh, no of all the women in the world, even though she had a legitimate right to be there, Courtney's going,
3: not J-Lo. Anybody <laughs> but Jennifer Lopez.
4: <laughs> and I think we lost
3: Bev. She's gonna have to log back in. I no, could... no,
4: no, I'm here. Oh, you're here? here. Okay,
3: cool. I'm just gonna
4: bash my good girl. No, listen. She's... I'm with you, Bev, I'm with it's you. Listen.
3: I will always clap for waiting for tonight because I am a queen and that is our anthem. And I have been known for the 11 minute, 11 second version to come on in the club to have a full performance, okay? I will give that to her. But that was also in 1999 or 2001. I don't need her to still be here trying to sing. I just don't need it.
4: Can we move on, please, from the (laughs) J-Bow?
0: Thank you, Beverly. (laughs) (laughs) The crazy thing is, if you had told me two years ago that I would be no, but J <laughs> <It's like, laughs> I feel this compulsion uh, to defend her, and
3: I don't even right. really care. It's uh, funny and I know you like her, Bev. I know you like her. <laughs> That's and I don't
4: dislike her. I just, I just, it's just too much. You know why much. I like her? You know why I like her? Because she is what you said. She is relentless. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she has gumption. You know what she's like. She's like a white man. She is like, <laughs> I want to do whatever it is I, I want to do. Love <laughs> Beverly
0: Smith. I am now telling my son he has to change his name to <laughs> Beverly Smith. I don't care. If he has another kid, that <laughs> child must be named Beverly
4: Smith.
3: Can we talk about something more exciting, Beverly Smith?
4: <laughs> well, can y'all stop calling me Bevy? And yes, don't... I know, I know. I know, I well, know. it says here, <laughs> I know. I don't know why we're doing uh, that, well, sorry. On, I
3: keep, <laughs> it's funny, because across the street, it keeps saying Beverly Smith. Um, can we talk about something more exciting, Bev? Can we talk about Bevelation's Lessons from uh, uh, Mother, mother auntie, auntie, auntie Bestie? Auntie. Can we talk about it? Oh, my because God. Because you written this book, and I just want to say this to people. Books are important. Reading is important. It is the holiday season. You want perfect gifts to give people. Do you? Are we back in the office and we're doing Secret Santa? And what's the other one they call White Horse? Whatever the games are. Or something to give your mom, your sister, your friend. People who you know love to feel inspired or need inspirational pieces or need to know that you can change your life in the middle of it. It might be complicated, but it's okay and it's rewarding on the other side please get this book. Please get Bevelation's Lessons from a Mother Auntie Bestie. And please try to get it. It's in bookstores. If you have a local bookstore in your town, go and look for it there first, right? And then if you don't see it, order it online. I think it's really important for us to, one, support support authors, because we don't need writing to be a dying art form. It's not just about pictures and captions. Books are still amazing, and they There's something you can pass down to people. I love reading and I love getting suggestions from books from friends. And I will tell you, this is a great book. And you guys just support, just support local, support your authors. Now let's talk about it because you've been able to, you put this book out during the pandemic, which really changed your plans of going out. Or, and seeing the people. And now you're getting to do that. And I know you, you probably have some more dates coming up. So how has it been for you, the experience of being an author and having this book out in the marketplace?
4: Well, it, it's, first of all, thank you guys so much for um, the kind words about Revelations. And I have to say the book has been such a blessing in my life Um There's a lot of things, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions tied up into the book, because as you mentioned, it came out during the pandemic. I was editing the book when the pandemic first happened, when the shutdown happened. I had the book for only two weeks for the final edit. And then I got COVID immediately. And then a month after the country closed down, my father died of COVID. So that changed the trajectory of the book as far as like, Now, all of a sudden, there is a whole chapter about COVID in the book. And there's a whole chapter that's just devoted solely to my dad in the book. Right. And so that just changed the kind of the feeling and the tone of the book. Um, But, you know, everything is as it should be. Clearly, that's the way it was supposed to be. And I love the cat's tail in the <laughs> you guys have no idea what's going on. Yeah, right. I know. I I, this is I, I, why I
0: have tried
4: that. Is the reason why we are no longer doing Zooms because it's right. kind of shenanigans. Right. Right? I'm sorry. Fucking like cat's tail. She loves you. Okay, <laughs> she also loves Bevy Smith. Um, but yeah, so the book has been great to be out in the world and now touring. I'm doing my life revision tour. I've I've done stops in Chicago, DC, Philadelphia, um Atlanta. It's been incredibly fulfilling. I'm gonna start back again in January. Um can people and- sign
3: up now at your website?
4: Yes, yes, yes. They can do a little inquiry onto bevysmith.com. Um, we also have been doing a fabulous call called Sisters and Business Expo, um, and there I was like doing these great talks, like fireside chats, and we're selling the bevelations. It gets greater later mugs. The bevelations it gets greater later tote bags. Um, You know, candles um, created by black women in Harlem, like all these things. It's like a full Emporium moment.
3: Is your bundle still on your website where people can get the book and the bag and all of this stuff in one bundle if you go to bevysmith.com?
4: All of it. it. But um, I do want to say that, you know, the book lives on. The book came out in January. The greatest thing about books, and this is what all authors have told me, they told me this way before, your book lives on. And what I will say is just two weeks ago, no, actually, just last week, um, my book agent reached out to me because a very well-known producer wants to read the book. They're interested in, in the book. About, film rights? Yeah, the film rights. And I already was, I was already um, approached by a very, very current modern day content creator, a female producer, who's got, who's doing a lot of big things. Um, and she was very, very interested in my book, but, uh, but it turned out the way in which she saw my book was very differently than the way I saw my book. And so I had to decline.
3: Right.
4: Cause I don't want my, I don't, I know exactly what my book is supposed to feel like. I mm-hmm. mean, um, people can do tweaks obviously, but I wouldn't want the book turned inside out right. it's, a celib- it's a celebratory book. Um, you know, my number one mantra, it gets greater later. That's my number one revelation. It gets greater later. So I want women, I want people to feel empowered. Like, it doesn't matter that you're 40 years old. It doesn't matter that you're 50 or 60 or even 70. When I interviewed Cicely Tyson two days before she died, and she was like 93 years old and 94, she was still working. Right. And they, and, they, and she wasn't working like... Oh, I'm at the Walmart working, like I'm poor. She was working because that's what she loved to do. She was still passionate about her craft. And that's that's the goal that I want everyone to have. And Courtney and, and Amy, you guys should know, and in um in the same vein of that whole it gets greater later mantra, it's been announced that the Amazon series that I'm actually acting in, Amy. I'm an actor now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out in December.
0: Oh, Bevy, I am seriously so, you know, you're someone, I'm so happy for you. Seriously. So happy for you.
3: And what people don't realize is that's a full circle moment because when you left Rolling Stone, you did all that in the beginning, you were like, I'm going to act. Yes. And you were you were taking classes, you were studying, you were like, "I'm going to act," and then life, all these different opportunities came. So yes. the fact that it's now coming back round yes. to the original thing is it's it's what you say. If you don't give up, and you can't just not give up and sit around, you have to be pushing your life forward, yes. and you stay ready. You just don't know because that opportunity can always come back around again. And as long as you're ready, you'll be you step right into it because you're ready.
4: Yeah. No, it's it's really been. I mean, just I can't wait for folks to see me acting. And then I just did a little thing for BT for Tyler Perry's The Oval, mm-hmm. where I play like a newscaster, a political newscaster. Mm-hmm. That's living online now, so it's like, you know, I'm doing these these projects and also. There's a film that's coming out starring Mahershala Ali, um, and it comes out in December, and it's on Apple TV. Mm -hmm. And I literally was the art consultant on that. So when you're watching the film, when the the credits roll, it's going to say art consultant, Beverly Smith, because I I did the art for the interiors of of the character's home. So I called up my friend's. The great Day Wiley, who did the presidential Obama portrait. I called mm-hmm. him up and I said, I need to use some of your artwork. I called up Derek Adams. I called mm-hmm. up Nicolene Thomas. I called up Jamal Shabazz. Come on, Rolodex. She's like, hold on. Yeah, I was like, She's I'm like, sorry. hold on,
3: sweetie. Yeah, Let me really, call hold on. She's like, hey,
4: I, child, it's me.
3: You I'm had doing this me movie. Had... I need a couple of paintings yeah. and a sculpture from you. And I need <laughs> that.
4: Hey, I need Kay. that licking steam from you. Right. Hey, K. Wiley, what's up? <laughs> right. It really actually was that. And he was all the way over um, he's on his but compound. He still at, is he
3: still in Africa?
4: Yes, he's in his compound. And it's not Ghana. I forget where it is. He's um, in
0: Senegal. He's in Senegal. Dakar.
4: That's right. He's in Senegal. And it's called Black Rock, and, um, which I'm hoping to go to um, in 2022. But he was in Black Rock. And I called him up. And he was so sweet. He said, is this a bevy smith favor or because oh, it's, it's it's literally ten percent you the, to even get a loan or a facsimile of a of a Kehinde wiley painting it's ten percent of the purchase price right wow. even just the facsimile version right and so the the production can't afford that because that's hundreds of thousands of dollars that's right. for millions of dollars right So he says, is this a Bevy Smith favor? I said, it is, baby. He said, okay, we're not going to charge you.
3: Wow. See? Wow. And there you go.
4: Because I always tell people, once you get paid, and I would love to know from you guys if you believe this, I believe, just like if you're a sex worker, once you get paid for something, you're a pro. As a a
0: former sex worker, I agree with you. Right?
3: Listen.
0: you get paid
4: for it, you're a pro, Right.
3: Listen, <laughs> yes. you know how I, I've been, you know, working for myself since 2010. You know what I mean? I absolutely believe there is a value to everything I do. I'm a professional and I treat it as such. Yes.
0: Yeah. You I know? mean, you've you've done everyone here has done the work and it's paid off for everyone in their own ways yep. without a doubt. When people say things, Oh, you work for yourself. No, I'm working. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, it's
3: harder. Cause guess what? There's no, every two weeks, the check just doesn't come. It's like I'm earning the check and yes. writing the bills and paying yes. the insurance check, all of it. I'm doing it. So can we also talk about, uh, your fabulous radio show on Radio Andy? Because, okay, here's another my award winning, my <laughs> yes. award-winning, my award-winning radio show. The crazy thing about that is, is how many years in we are now. I remember yes. when you were going to do it, when you were never like, I want a radio show. Suddenly you uh-huh. have a radio show. And of course, a bunch of the people who started on that network with you did not last with shows, but yep. yours did. And you're still here. What yes. do you attribute that to?
4: Um. I think that I have really good relationships um, with a lot of different types of celebrities. Mm-hmm. I also think that I have a really good rapport with my listeners.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And, you know, Andy fucking loves me. And it's yeah. Andy Cummins station. And Andy believes it's great value in what I have to say. And he, and he does not ever tell me what I can or cannot do. Famously, the only note he's ever given me, Amy, because Courtney knows this, mm. the only note he's ever given me maybe four or five years ago, I was obsessed with ass which is what you know, <laughs> you know, the art of eating ass, right? Tossing salad. Tossing I was not salad. prepared for this call. Yeah, <laughs> because I just think it's, you know, I'm 55 years old tomorrow, actually. Wow. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you.
3: Thank you. But you know, where are you going this year? Are you taking a solo trip like you used to do? No. She, used to, she used to take solo birthday trips, she'd be in India, she'd be in all yeah,
4: yeah. But you know, now with the pandemic, child, right. you can't really move around the world easily, right? And I'm not for getting a fucking, you know, test every fucking stop along the way, right? right. So, I'm doing something that's not going to be exact though, but um, mm. like I said, I'll be 55 and and the only you know, for me, the sex era. And Amy, you, you said you were a sex worker. So well, maybe- I did. I worked in a go-go bar
0: and I, used, I did phone sex once and I was a stripper for five hours.
4: That's not really sex work. No. Uh, come on, let me have it, please. Okay, girl, you were sex worker. Let right? me have it, please. You were I sex mean, worker adjacent. Mm-hmm, yeah, adjacent. Mm-hmm. I'm not as cool as you guys. Let me have it. Okay, <laughs> that's adjacent. Boy, <laughs> I thought you were the good old sex worker. But anyway, point is this. I I don't know about you, but as a Black woman in her 50s, giving a blowjob was a big thing. So certainly eating ass was something that was never even on the table.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: there was a song that um, Lil Wayne talked about eating booty like groceries and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, obsessed with the idea that people <laughs> were actually doing this in the world and so people my guests would come on the show and i'd be like so do you eat ass and <laughs> do you like the ass eating and then that's the only thing andy ever called me on he was leader. like
3: girl we're done with that conversation yes. yeah, like-
0: <laughs> and
4: scene yeah yeah he was like okay girl so i was like okay
0: I think we can end the show one. like for the entire run of the show. We are never going to top this
3: show. <laughs> <laughs> we've covered it all, everybody. We've covered it all. We've, covered, we've been we've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, really? and we've been to the Inside of an Ass, and really? all that. <laughs> I would like to thank our guest Bevy Smith. Remember, uh, we love please, you, Bev. Please support her. Support support women. Support Black women. Support authors, support reading, support bookstores. Her book is out now everywhere. It's called Revelations.
4: Revelations. Lessons from a Mother, Auntie Bestie.
3: And you can hear her Monday through Friday on Radio Andy at 5 p.m.
4: Eastern. Channel 102. Channel 102. And And please don't look for me on on bevysmith.com and on all things social media. It's just bevysmith, Smith.
3: Follow her. Listen, guys, she's a... Now, if you want the truth and the kiki, you need to be following her on Twitter. The Instagram is cute, but her Twitter is where it goes down. (laughs) Her Twitter is where it goes down. And go to her site. The book is there. The bundles are there. There's candles. There's bags. There's so much more. We love that. And you know where to find us because you're here. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for also rocking with other shows on the Pantheon Network, which we are a part of. You know, we come out there every Thursday. And remember to follow us at Twitter, at Finishima on our Facebook page where we're really active at I'ma Let You Finish, and on IG at I'ma Let You Finish NY. It's been great, guys. We'll see you next week.
0: Thank you.
2: Unlock big savings during the Menards bag sale. Add style and security with Schlag lock sets. Menards carries over 50 styles of interior and exterior lock sets. And with Schlag's wide selection of smart locks and keyless entry locks, there's no more hiding keys under the doormat or losing track of copies. Save big money on Schlag lock sets. Plus, save 15% when you fit it in the bag. Now through January 14th, available in-store only at Menards. Save big money at Menards.